Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You heard that right. It's the NBA Slate Starter Podcast Show. I'm Rin Pack, alongside with Eric to talk about Tuesday's NBA DFS slate. We're in the middle of a Monday five-game slate where we saw the likes of Karis LeVert and Nikola Jokic carry lineups to the top of the leaderboard, where Chalk really didn't fail us today. And excited to talk about this uh, massive 10-game Tuesday slate with Eric. Eric, how are you doing today, and how was DFS for you on this Monday night? Doing good. It feels nice to give the people some good stuff. I think... uh... I think you were pretty spot on. The guy that you referenced yesterday that kind of stuck with me was TLC. And uh, man, did he come through. As soon as he was in the starting lineup, that was a jam. So that was fun. Uh, Joker just continues to go off. We were pretty right about that. Uh, I'd say the one disappointing part is Harden just didn't bust through uh, the blowout through three quarters. So that's a bummer. But otherwise, ready to get on to tomorrow. We got a great 10-gamer. And that's kind of the sweet spot for me. I love love those 10-game slates. Yeah, there's a 10 game slate's going to be massive, and there's going to be a lot of stuff value that could open up for us as well. And on the slate, uh, I was pretty high on Anthony Davis. I was kind of planning on LeBron James to be sitting today, but uh, LeBron James decided to suit up and play. So it's always important to monitor monitor news throughout the day. And you can make sure to do that by following at Awesome NBA. Our Twitter handle will be tweeting out news uh, around the association. Let's get started uh, on this slate uh, to the point guard position we go. Uh, slate's going to be led off by Russell Westbrook, Steph Curry, Ben Simmons, Shea Gilgis-Alexander are leading the way in the point guard position on DraftKings. I'm going to like Steph Curry anytime but when he's below 10K, especially on DK where you get that three-point bonus. Curry has yet to really have that show-out game. He was solid against Chicago last time out. And I expect a lot more of those outcomes to be there. He did take 25 shots, and I think he's going to be hovering around north of 20 shots going forward. He's playing against a putrid Detroit defense. Talk to me about Curry and the rest of the point guard studs on the slate. I think Curry's just a guy you jam all the time. He's not, he's kind of a don't think about it, just play him guy. Uh, I doubt his ownership's going to get depressed by the fact that he hasn't shown out, shown out yet, but at least we did see a price hike on FanDuel. He's at least up to 9,400, which coming off of what was he, 8,300, 8,700, kind of like in that range the first two times out. So uh, nice to see a little bit of a price bump there. Uh, ben Simmons, we'll see. Embiid will come back, and we won't necessarily have, you won't have the usage that he had the last game. Uh, so, so that's somebody, though, that kind of fits in slots over to small forward, too. So uh, I'm more inclined to play him at that position on DraftKings. 
And then as you're going through De'Aaron Fox, 7,900 on FanDuel, he also is a guy who busted out a bunch of ceilings last year. Uh, We'll start seeing that again at some point. Uh, And so I'm definitely going to want to be invested there too. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox is someone who has a very strong super draft multiplier as well. He's checking in, I believe, at 1.3x. So check out uh, De'Aaron Fox over there specifically in Superdraft. That's a pretty solid multiplier for him. Other value options on FanDuel that we should definitely be considering is a sub-5K Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton showed up last time, put up north of 40 fantasy points. And I, I think Kobe White, I'm going to be chasing Kobe White. I think there's going to be a game where he puts up over 40 fantasy points. He's playing against... Uh, against Washington. So I'm going to like that sub 6K price tag and Kobe White. Any other uh, value options that stick out to you on DraftKings or any other site that you like their price at as we take our first look? Yeah, just hold your nose quick because I'm about to plug Dante Exum, who uh, is going to be somebody at 3,600 uh, over on, on FanDuel and then 3,300 on DraftKings. Uh, I can't believe that I'm necessarily asking for him to be the guy, but we're going to see uh, with no rivers, quickly, uh, somebody who started that second half, uh, who was he filling in for in that spot? A Coro who was out, Kevin Porter Jr. So they're, they're going to be bodies in Cleveland. And so right off the bat, that's going to be a popular source of value, I think, just as we're taking a look at it now. Again, we're, we're talking about this Monday night. At 10 games, there's going to be a ton of news that breaks, and there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to want to adjust going forward. But Dante Exum is ironically one of my favorite value plays at point cards. So uh, definitely take a look in that direction. Yeah, uh, that's going to be an interesting value option. I don't think he'll uh, garner too much ownership, so that might be a sneaky value play as we take a look at things right now. I like Markel Fultz at 6,100. He's playing against OKC, and uh, we saw what uh, Conley did to OKC earlier tonight, and I think Fultz could do the same. I like where Fultz is at. He's playing sub around 30 minutes. I think there's potential for those minutes to go up north of 30. I like Fultz a decent amount of way things stand right now. Under the shooting guard position we go, and on shooting guard, it's going to be always going to have a decent stud there. Uh, Bradley Beal's there. Paul George uh, is there. Potentially Kawhi Leonard is currently labeled as questionable. Man, did the uh, Clippers look bad? They got were down 50 points at halftime. Oh, my God, what a disaster they are. Zach Levine. That game made no sense. <laughs> that, was, that, that was pretty embarrassing. Uh, but I do expect Paul George – at 8,500 against Minnesota to be in a very favorable spot. Other options to consider, D'Lo without uh, Carl Anthony Towns. I like that price tag right now. It's 7,600. And uh, 8,400, Zach Levine against Washington. I'm going to like that matchup for him. Uh, talk to me about some, some of the shooting guard studs right now. Yeah, it was fun to see Zach Levine finally get there. He had a great price tag. He was 7K over on FanDuel. I think we're starting to see that FanDuel, you're just kind of – playing sort of a pick them and trying to rotate around guys and uh, people gravitate towards some of that chalk and spots. But Zach Levine wasn't even like as heavily owned as he probably should have been at that 7K number. Now we're going to see that thing go way up um, as, uh, you know, well, 7,500 against Washington. That's, <laughs> I thought he was more expensive than that. But 8,400 on DraftKings, I like, I like that play a lot. Uh, gives you a little bit of savings coming down from Beal, uh, who won't be popular in 9,300 with Westbrook, Westbrook back, but uh, still enjoy still enjoyed looking at Zach Levine up top there. Uh, D'Angelo Russell at 7,600 did not play well. Uh, no Timberwolf really played well uh, <laughs> yesterday, and so 
I'm, I'm excited to get D'Angelo Russell in a bounce back spot. Uh, only 21 minutes, nine DraftKings points. That's uh, just from watching box scores. People aren't going to want to click on that, but uh, he'll have all the usage as long as Carl Anthony Towns remains to be out. So uh, I'm happy to go back to the well there. Yeah, so FanDuel prices that stick out to me right now is Paul George at 7,600. Especially if Kawhi's going to be ruled out, I'm going to be all on top of that 7,600 price tag for Paul George. Other uh, potential value options that stick out to me on FanDuel way things stand right now, Buddy Hill at 5,400. I like that quite a bit. Eric Bledsoe is now sub 5K. He's at 4,800. And guess who's playing? He's playing Phoenix. So uh, I do I say revenge? Why? Just play good. Just play well, please. One time. Just get back to doing whatever you did day one when I didn't have you. Because I'm tired of getting burned by that guy. But you know me. I, I will keep saying it over and over. The Pelicans, the rotation has just been condensed heavily by Stan Van Gundy. So uh, as long as... Pelicans are on a slate. There's going to be interest in it, no matter what that tag gets to. So Bledsoe, I'm going to have a lot of Ingram, Zion. You don't need me to tell you to do that at this point. I, I think that's going to be a strong play every single slate. Yeah, if you guys don't know by now, uh, Eric's quite a bit of New Orleans homer right now. So uh, he's going to be all aboard the Pelicans yep. train. Yep. Before we talk about the small board position, it's the last chance to try out our, uh, one of the special promos we've been able to run. Thanks to your guys' support. Check out... Uh, Check out the awesome NBA product using the promo code Caruso for just a dollar. You'll get access for all of uh, awesome NBA uh, for tomorrow, just for a dollar. Just try out the product for a day and check out, check it out and see how it goes. We hope you'll enjoy it. On the small forward position we go on DraftKings right now, it's led by Kawhi Leonard, who is questionable with that bloody mouth injury he had. Uh, Jason Tatum on uh, DK is coming in at 8,800. Ben Simmons at 8,900. He's never really played uh, well against Toronto. Jalen Brown at 7,500. That sticks up to me quite a, quite a bit. And uh, Brandon Ingram's at 8,200. That kind of leads the way right now on DK in the small forward position. On FanDuel, uh, similar price tag, uh, Kawhi Leonard's at 9,900. Jalen Brown's up at 8,800. Uh, RJ Barrett's up at 6,200 over there. He's 7,100 on DK. And Brandon Ingram's at 8,500. Those are uh, those high-priced players on FanDuel and DraftKings. Eric, uh, are you going to be going to Brandon Ingram even at that elevated price tag? Yeah, absolutely. 8,200, that's not going to scare me away at this point. Uh, he's just somebody that I want to continue to be invested with. I said I'm going to ride him up until 9K. And when you have the guys that you're kind of guaranteed, he's going to be 36 minutes a game, 38 minutes a game going forward. He's a little bit better than a point, uh, point and a half or uh, 1.25 fantasy point producer. So you're going to see him averaging out 50 here going forward. And uh it's really, it's really hard for me to get away from playing him on every single slate. However, uh, you look down on FanDuel and he's the most, he's going to be the most expensive guy who goes as long as, as long as Kawhi continues to be out. So you kind of have to look elsewhere for savings. RG Barrett's playing 36 minutes a game, only 6,200 over on FanDuel, a little bit of a discount from 7,100. That gives me a little bit of sticker shock on DraftKings, but I would say that it's better to get your exposure to the spot where he's more advantageously priced, but the ownership is definitely going to come with it on FanDuel. So DraftKings 7,100, I can't imagine that that's going to be owned at all. And with some of this Cleveland value that I'm, I'm looking at from an early look perspective, he'd be a great run back in that game. Yeah, I think you hit on some very important points there. Um, someone who has small forward eligibility on SuperDraft is Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and he comes with a 1.5 multiplier. I expect him to be quite popular over there. 
and take advantage of that multiplier system over there on Superdraft. Other small forward value that I'm currently considering, $5,100 TJ Warren, MVP of the bubble. It's priced all the way down to 5,100. There's a point Not in the bubble. the MVP of this regular season so far. I can tell you that. Yeah, he oh, struggled God. quite a bit to start off with. Uh, other options to uh, take advantage of on uh, FanDuel, you could take a GBP flyer on Tyler Hero. He's 4,500. We know there's an upside there. Uh, otherwise, small forward seems like a uh, place to pay up tomorrow on FanDuel. Under the power forward position we go, and uh, leading the way over there is Giannis at priced up at 10.8. So 10.8 uh, Giannis is pretty expensive, but he's playing against Miami, and Miami's always played Giannis well. They kind of formed that wall and limited him, kind of limited him uh, in that second-round matchup before he got that ankle injury, and eventually the Bucks got eliminated. So 10-8 Giannis, but Giannis is the best fantasy basketball player out there right now. So he's going to garner some ownership. I wonder how many people know how Miami matches up against Giannis. Talk to me about Giannis and how do you expect that Miami matchup to go for him? I still think, maybe this is just me, I, I think he's the easiest cash play on this slate. I think everybody's going to write him up and he's going to kind of be the person that uh, – fits in every single build you look at the top end of power forward you do have a lot of choices looking over on FanDuel you go Giannis Tatum Sabonis Sabonis has been great so far this year Zion getting a little bit of a price bump to 8600 you're going to be paying for that top range of guys you might as well go up to Giannis and uh hopefully people are scared off by the fact that he just got done busting and yeah Miami plays him decently well but uh after playing 26 and 31 minutes his last two games uh 31 minutes putting up 56 in a losing effort in New York uh he's still going to be a two fantasy point per minute player. Uh, if he gets to 35 minutes, you're going to need him in your lineups. He could definitely, I I think he's definitely probably your best raw point projection on this slate by a ways. So I'm going to find every way that I can to get him in the same way that I tried to jam everybody in with Harden, but that's not a surprise for anybody. Yeah, and value options that I'm con- currently considering over there, I like a sub 7K Blake Griffin against Golden State. Uh, he played pretty well uh, last time out against Cleveland. That, uh, that matchup did go into overtime. Another value option that I'm waiting for Marvin Bagley to show up. Uh, Bagley's coming in at 5,400. When Bagley was healthy last year and he was up in the 7K price tag, so we're getting a, a discount for Bagley right now. I want to be uh, right ahead of the field before that price does go up, and I do expect him to play well against Denver, who is on a back-to-back. So. I like Bagley. Um, What's your opinion on Bagley and Blake? And do you have any other value options that you like so far? Yeah, I don't mind Bagley. He's, he's fine. I I guess I'm not really, I don't really have a strong stance either way. I think if I'm going on FanDuel 5,100 Bagley, I'd rather just go down to Nazareth at 4,500 there. Uh, Got the 28 minutes, I believe 20, 27 minutes in relief of, Carl Anthony Towns, who's going to t- continue to be out going forward. So uh, that's that's kind of an easier play for me down at 4,500. And I feel like those minutes are just as secure. Uh, take the 600 savings and use that elsewhere. Uh, looking over on DraftKings, I feel pretty darn good about uh, some of the mid-range uh, there, TJ Warren, 5,900. But how about Chris Boucher? Uh, he just got done going completely nuclear. Uh, had the the 28 minutes, 53 fantasy point outing. Uh, if he continues to get all of that run and usage in the second unit in Toronto, that's somebody that I definitely want to be taking some tournament darts because there's not a lot of guys that have more upside than him in that range. Uh, I'd much rather go to him than Millsap, much rather go to him than than Bagley in those in those 
those mid five Ks. Yeah. He's a little bit more expensive on DraftKings, but he's somebody that I'm definitely going to have exposure to. And I think a lot of people are, he's kind of a DFS darling of ours. So uh, go Chris Boucher tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Boucher is always someone who you should be taking flyers and GVPs if you're building a bunch of lineups, just because he's, he has a different role this year with no Ibaka there, no Gasol there. Uh, and nurse knows what Boucher can bring to the table. He's kind of an offensive juggernaut when he's on the court. Other uh, super draft multipliers that you should take advantage of super draft refuses to change sign Williams's multiplier. He's at 1.45. And Blake uh, comes in at what? one and a half. So take I'm going to Zion. super draft tomorrow now. I didn't know. Yeah. Whew. That, that multiplier on Zion looks quite nice. Uh, other uh, value options yeah. that you could consider, uh, keep an eye on potentially Larry Markinen did leave that gold, uh, matchup against Golden State in the fourth quarter. So there might be some value to open up in Chicago if uh, Larry Markinen's not going to play. On to the center position, here we go. If you're listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. Your support is greatly appreciated. And if you're listening on our podcast streams, make sure to like, rate, and review, and you'll automatically be entered for a $400 uh, Osmo NBA annual pass. We'll be giving that out, so stay tuned for that. On to the center position, we go. Uh, led by Joel Embiid, priced at 9600 Andre Drummond at 9400 and Bam Adebayo and Nikola Jokic round up the studs. Jokic put up a fantastic output against the Rockets right now. That just wrapped up. Talk to me about the FanDuel studs and uh, who stands out to you as we take a look at things right now. Yeah, Nikola Jokic just puts up triple-double after triple-double. Uh, he's kind of a no-brain play. If you can get up to him in a lot of those spots at 10-3, uh, that's – pretty expensive on this slate, uh, but you're going to have value. You're going to have a lot of spots to go to, and there's not a center who has as big of a ceiling as him, uh, except for possibly Drummond sitting right underneath him. Mitchell Robinson hacks everybody, and uh, Andre Drummond isn't going to be thrown off by him at any point. So 9,400, yeah, he's gone, you know, he's another thousand more expensive there, but very, very interested there. And then 8,200 on FanDuel, Bam Adebayo. Uh, I continue to talk about his assist rate and and how he is on the bend. He's something that can get played through on that Miami team and, and be a great source. Although Brooke Lopez is a pretty good defender and one of the guys that I actually factor in when I look at DVP stuff, which <laughs> I tried my best not to, but Brooke Lopez can get it done on the defensive end. So uh, getting down there then to, to Aiton uh, at 7,400 on DraftKings, he got in a little bit, he didn't get off to a great start the other night, um, but he still ended up with 37.25 DraftKings points. Uh, and it was pretty much all in the second half. He just went from having a snowflake next to him on all the late state, late slate stuff to, to kind of like taking off there towards the end. So 7,400, he hasn't really shown out yet either uh, for, for Phoenix, but against New Orleans, that should be a good spot in a, in a game that should be flowing up and down and be a good run back for me uh, with all of my Pelican love. Yeah, other uh, potential value options on FanDuel that stick out to me are Thomas Bryant, 5,200, Mitchell Robinson, 4,900. Robinson is the definition of a GPP play. He can't keep his hands to himself. He's playing a matchup against Drummond. Uh, you could go back to Mason Plumley at 6K. Mason Plumley comes in at a 2X multiplier on Superdraft, and Plumley is 5,700 on DK. He had a strong output today, but keep in mind Blake Griffin and Derek Rose didn't play. Uh, you can uh, consider also Thomas Bryant at 6,800 quite a bit. Also, uh, FanDuel refuses to change James Wiseman price tag. He's at 5,200. Uh, he 
did not put up a, such a great output against Chicago. Only uh, put uh, played 23 minutes and only put up 15 fantasy points. I expect uh, potentially those minutes to go up against Detroit and a much better outcome against uh, Detroit's poor defense. Who else stands out to you at the center position as we wrap things up? Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. is only 100 less there too than Wiseman. I really like Wiseman, but Wendell Carter, if Laurie Markkinen's out, uh, he's somebody that's going to eat up a lot more of those usage. His rebound rate has to go up in that spot too. Uh, put up 40.6 FanDuel points in 31 minutes there. So at 100 less, I, I expect him to be somebody that's going to be garnering some ownership and very popular. Uh, going back over to DraftKings, you've got uh, a little bit of savings. I'm trying to find anybody under 4K there. I mean, generally you're looking at paying up for center, but Robert Williams played 21 minutes. We saw him uh, put up 30 points the other night. So he's somebody I might want to take at, you know, one, 2% ownership, try to find some darts to be able to go stars and scrubs. But otherwise I'm not seeing a ton that I love down there. So I'm definitely going to be sitting in that mid range and upper range on DraftKings and uh, differentiating elsewhere. Yeah, and as always, pay attention to news as you saw how important it was today. Uh, build lineups and make sure you can do that by following at Osmo underscore com and at Osmo NBA. Stay tuned to watch all the rest of the Osmo programming that we have. We still have a flurry of NFL content for a crazy week 17 and all day NBA as well. Eric, talk to me about the Listener League and who's leading the contest right now if that's been wrapped up. Uh, well, sad times. The listener league did not fill. We had 28 of 30. So we're going to go put it down to a 20 max again. So we're going to go 20 max, uh, $2 and, and try to, to fill it up like we did super early the other day. But uh, if you just click on the link below, I'm going to attach that in there. Uh, if you just look right in the, in the body of the video here, we'll be, we'll be all set to go. It won't be an issue. And let's fill that thing up and get back on it so that, uh, so that we can have some stuff to talk about going forward. Yeah, you can find the uh, link to the listener leak in the description or in the um, in the YouTube comments. Usually someone is uh, tweeting that out. Uh, you can also see Eric tweet out the link as well. You can follow Eric at Eric Lindquist uh, to monitor uh, where, when he tweets out the listener leak and the rest of his articles as well as he writes a handful of articles throughout the day. You can follow me at RINPAK, R-Y-N-P-A-K. And that wraps up the NBA Slate Starter podcast show as we broke down uh, an aerial approach at the 10-game slate that we have going on for Tuesday. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, and good luck, everybody. Good luck.